trigger warning. This episode contains references to sexual abuse. On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with local comedian, MC, and facilitator Carlos Kareem Wyndham about shame and forgiveness. Episodes drop on Spotify every Sunday after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. Let's pop in. Amanda Lynn Deal. Hi, friends. And comedian, activist, rapper, poet, entertainer extraordinaire, Carlos Kareem Wyndham. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, that's right. Hey, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, absolutely. So I genuinely believe that uh, I don't know everything, but there's something I learned from everyone, and uh, you're, you're the person. I'm learning from this week. So please, please share your wisdom. Um, this week we're talking about shame and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so I gotta catch you guys up. I gotta catch you guys up. So um I decided I was going to uh, allegedly take hallucinogens and listen to self-help books. Uh-huh. Allegedly. 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 Okay. Which part of it's alleged? Who knows? Okay. Uh, <laughs> which part books. am I more embarrassed about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I like to listen to Brene Brown, and she does a lot of speaking Love about Brene. shame and mm-hmm. vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. Love Brene. Uh, little did I know I was actually going to get a crash course on shame and vulnerability that very night. Um, yeah. Ooh, okay. So I got a uh, text message from a nice lady, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. And she's, she's like, oh, hey, you want to send some pictures? Here's the deal. I have sent one dick pic in my entire life. Yes. <laughs> it went to Amanda. It went to Amanda. Uh, to she, she requested it. And uh, mm-hmm. I... Very the reason. Very solicited. <laughs> the reason I'd never sent a dick pic is because I was afraid everyone would see it, right? Learning that your friends used to fuck in a podcast. <laughs> we try to keep the reactions realistic. Yeah. Uh, gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I didn't want to send it because I didn't want everybody to see it. So she sends me back the dick pic with a mustache, googly eyes, and a rainbow afro on it. Right? And a scarf. And a scarf. Uh, it looks Sorry. good. How did I forget? How did I forget? <laughs> so I get this picture back and I'm losing it. I'm laughing. I'm just like, yo, it'd be, man, I want everybody to see this pic, but I want everybody to see my dick. Uh, you know, I made a post on Facebook and uh, Amanda posted that picture in the comment section with the caption. I'm going to leave this up until your grandma sad reacts to it. Um, how long did that take? Before my grandma sad reacted to it, not very long, not very long. Uh, it was actually up for an hour before I realized it, and uh, yeah, I, I, I promptly deleted it. Wow. And uh, there was, you know, I'm friends with comedians, so obviously they were cracking jokes. Somebody said it looked like a rejected Veggie Tail, uh, you know, like an adult version, right? You know, like the fruit cocktails. Uh, Dumb. Uh, <laughs> then uh, somebody said it looked like a cross between Drake and Pickle Rick. Wow. So very wow. embarrassing. Wow. Wow. Wait, is yeah. that a compliment? Wow. I don't yeah. know how to take that. The accuracy. The accuracy. I, I can see it and I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. You're welcome. You're welcome. So you're all caught up. I never sent one. This person's like, yo, send me some videos, send me some pictures. And I was like, oh, I mean, fuck it, feel it. Uh, so I sent them some videos. Uh, right in the middle of it, they sent me a, 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 a post that said, Says, hey, so this is all going online. I'm going to send this to 200 of your female followers and uh, fuck your podcast, fuck everything. And I was like, yo, and like, I'm frying, right? So, like, this is literally the last thing I need. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, literally not in a headspace to deal with it. This conversation, this happened just, this just happened. This last Monday. Damn. Yeah. 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 Damn. So that was, uh, it was very terrifying. Requested dick. And threatened with it. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, exactly. All yeah. in the same time, all in the same time. So all my girls are going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going through this. See, right but now. I didn't know that it was happening. I had no idea. You know I what I mean? Know, I, I mean, the temperature in the in in, in the water is uh, it, this whole retrograde, mm-hmm. like the shit you've been going through, mm-hmm. the shit Dolly been through, everyone, everyone been going through. Mm-hmm. It's getting me. Like, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wow. well, what what had happened was is I I had to uh, I panicked right. So yeah, I called my dad, probably. who I hadn't talked to since I uh, came out as bi. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I explained to him uh, just a little closer to the mic. Um, but uh, 
Uh, so I call my dad, you know, I'm like, hey, so uh, uh, this is awkward. Can I borrow some money? Um, hadn't talked to him forever. That was really awkward. Then I had to ask my roommate's dad uh, if I could borrow money. Right. Because they're just like, yo, send it now. Send it now. Otherwise, it's going to everybody. Right. Okay. And uh, you really don't realize how much of an ally you are until you spend $300 not to send unsolicited dick pics <laughs> right. to all your friends. Right, right, right. Uh, so I, uh, I definitely, you know, uh, I sent them the money and then they're like, yo, we need more. And the more I thought about it, the more I really thought about like these people are preying on shame and vulnerability yeah you know like i was vulnerable and they're going to shame me with that information right and so i think you know the first question i really want to ask about shame and vulnerability is is have you ever um have you ever tried to avoid shame um just in any in any aspect (laughs) (laughs) just a life of navigating trying to yeah you know what i mean just it, it it the i i grew up in in uh, an even uh whiter environment than the pacific northwest right How? so uh boulder <laughs> boulder colorado okay mm. fair enough yeah. 92 92% right this is so pacific northwest and specifically portland we're talking about like 87% white sure mm-hmm. So you get to 92. Yeah, that's a different and, number. Right. We invented yeah. Crocs. <laughs> okay. That kind Denver. of white. That, that kind, kind of white. That's yeah, that yeah. kind of white. Yeah. Uh, and you don't, it, as a black person growing up there, and, and I've seen this affect around here too, mm-hmm. and I recognize it when I see it, like with the in particular with the gang problems, and the uh, cross lateral shootings, mm-hmm. this thing of expressing stereotypes and hyper masculinity, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, all of these ideas that are fed to us and recycled and perpetuated through yep. the system, right? And then exhibiting those mm-hmm. to preemptively defend the idea of where you were born mm-hmm. added to that lying on top right yeah. and so it, i don't know if y'all do this so you gotta let me know okay but in boulder we don't just like put on some extra tough shit yeah on top of that you also have to say that you're from where your father's from mm. wow. so every nigga was from new york Mm. Every nigga was from Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Every nigga was from any place black people were from. Yeah. That's where we were from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I went to third grade with your ass. Yeah. You know I mean? Like I've known you since kindergarten. Right. From New York went. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. But uh yeah, that Well, I mean, especially cycle. like in white, white areas, you know, I feel like we're 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 trying to be, you know, more black or, you know, like I, I always caught myself trying to be more black in like white areas when I was younger. Yeah. Because like I was I was shamed. Oh, you're too white. Oh, you know, you're you're too this, you're too that, you right. know. And even like the masculinity thing, I always got bullied for that. So right. it's like between all of these different areas, like shame has definitely been like a perpetuating factor in just like trying to control you know trying to get it to manipulate us to be somebody who we may not necessarily be because the perception is that we should be this way we definitely aren't Mm -hmm. right and at the end of the day like it in particular those tools as well those those roles Mm -hmm. as assigned to black male perceived people is it you know to live up to that is just a tool of of white supremacy and a tool Mm -hmm. of patriarchy absolutely and getting to the point of reclamation and being able to pull out from that, yeah, um, is is a very, very, very long journey. But like that biorhythm of shame is still, you know, it's still there, right? Yeah. And and it shows up now. It happened with it happened with my daughter uh, just yesterday, right? Okay, we were walking up the street. And uh, there was a table, some artists who were there uh, doing some uh, beautiful visual work. Sure. Right? Pen work. Uh, just, just, I mean, they call it discovered art, street art, whatever now, like bullshit. It's right. art. Mm-hmm. So these yeah. brothers are here doing art. Uh, real dark dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The kind of dark I am in my head. <laughs> right? Like in my head, Don Cheadle is light skin. You know what I mean? I'm darker than Whistler Snipes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you laughing too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> they authentically this dark. And, and so we, we walking past and Homeboy calls me over and he's like, yo, yo, yo. 
check this out, check this out. And he sold me this piece. And it's a piece he had done of Basquiat, of Jean-Michel Basquiat, that was based on the shirt that I happened to be, the photograph on wow. the shirt that I happened to be wearing at the right. time, right? And homeboy just like was like, yo, this is you. This is yours. You're walking yeah. with mm-hmm. this. Right? I'm like, yeah. I got no cash, whatever. He's like, nah, it's good. I was like, wow. listen, put your cash app on the back. I'm going to hit you. I'm yeah. going to hit you. Because this is, this, this is dope. This yeah. is real shit. Absolutely. Right? We walked away. And my daughter says, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know those guys were going to be that nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I said, yeah, I do racism in my head, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's I'll, it. I'll cross the street. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. No. And I think that's a really like important thing to bring up, just especially like, you know, in our community is that like there are those preconceived notions that even we ourselves get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah. like I, I try not to judge white people who cross the street because I have also crossed the street where I'm like, it's dark, man. I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. taking chances. I'll judge them. I'll yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what them. are you doing? I'll now? give you a break. I'll give yeah. you a break. Right. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Um, what about you guys? Uh, Amanda, uh, women shame probably doesn't intersect. Oh, not at all. We're okay. always told that everything we do is fine and Good. it doesn't matter what men think. So it's Good. been really easy life. Uh, Good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Malik. Malik. <laughs> <laughs> As chunks of my body are falling out of my body. Every and I want to tell everyone. It's acceptable. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always been a loud, hairy, sassy broad. Uh, so I'm not uh, <laughs> not new to scaring people away, specifically like no. um, insecure men. Um, and I grew up religious, so that's all based around shame. shame um, especially with women, it's like we don't we don't have anything to do except have babies. Um, and we can't enjoy sex, you know, all that fun stuff. So I don't know. There's something really fun with not giving a fuck. And I think it takes um, you have to give a lot of fucks and have your heart broken a lot before yeah. you stop giving them so freely. And you're just like, I don't care. And uh, I think being yourself is a great people filter. So, yeah, definitely. I, I, I see you, see you and love you. And people who don't keep fucking walking. Well, and, <laughs> and I think I think uh, real quick before I get over to Malik, the, mm-hmm. the thing that was almost like so. I had I had made a post and I was like, hey, really sorry about this. If this gets sent out, I genuinely apologize. Mm. And uh like the amount of comments that I got, like I was expecting everyone, but you fucking idiot, you, mm, you know, like shame. I was expecting you, yeah. shame oh. uh, when I gave vulnerability. Oh, wow. And what I was actually met with was like a lot of people understanding and being like, yeah. hey, you didn't do anything wrong. Your your heart was, was in the right place. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a consenting adult. Like you did mm-hmm. everything. You did, you did everything. Mm-hmm. And then the other half was chicks who were like, yo, where's that pick at? And so I'm just saying <laughs> vulnerability <laughs> is very <laughs> rewarding sometimes. Uh, know, some people are like, mm, I hope I'm on the list of people that yeah, for real, I was just like, all right, well, I mean, you know, Upside, you're yeah. celebrating now. Hey. <laughs> I guess I'm worth blackmailing. Um, <laughs> Malik, go. what about you? Shame and vulnerability. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I'm definitely connecting to a time when I was much younger and uh, I had zero understanding of what it meant to be a black person as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely none. So, all I knew is that, like, this is how most kids are. Mm. So I should try to be like that. Mm. Um, and I think in the pursuit of that, um, and you know, it's the the popular, the athletes, the mm-hmm. the party, the funny, the funny, mm-hmm. like the people that are good at things, they get attention, and it's because they're white and conventionally attractive, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh captain of the football team type shit. You mm-hmm. don't get to be that if you're like, you know, some Puerto Rican whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think without even allowing myself to at first feel the shame of not being like, okay with who I am. It was immediately just like, okay, well let me just try to do, let me try to be them. And then when I couldn't be them, Mm. then I felt ashamed. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, because my own sense of self wasn't as important, but if they don't fuck with me, like, then it affects me at that point. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how I made it out of that, but at a certain point it, kind of just became like to me the only reason that shame can exist is if um something is like objectively wrong like if i were to punch zane in the face right now who would say that's objectively wrong i mean mean? with this whole dick pic thing going around i don't know um you'd definitely be piling on at the very least Uh, (laughs) but like there's there's 
acts that we can do that are objectively <laughs> wrong where we probably should feel a little bit of shame yeah, for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's room for it creates a possibility for growth, you know. There are certain things you should feel bad about so that way they don't happen again. You should Definitely. be ashamed of harming people, you know, for no mm-hmm. reason, like punching Zane, but you shouldn't yeah. be ashamed for being who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I want to punch Zane? That's <laughs> We have to stop using that example. <laughs> Sounds better and better the more you say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's let's uh, Is this how peer pressure happens? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a fist to the face. We're going to take a real quick commercial break uh, and I'll be right back with a black eye on the smoke break Wednesday evenings at 9pm come explore the spaces between friends DJ 1017 takes you into a universe unlike any other from Pink Floyd to the flaming lips and anything else interstellar. The spaces between friends with DJ 1017. Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Come explore with us here on Shady Pines Radio. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, Joel Pelzang. Yeah, I was Malik. talking during the break. I was talking during the break. <laughs> <laughs> we are here with the very self-aware Carlos. <laughs> We're here with Malik Rayshon and Amanda Lindio. Hey, friends. All right. Awesome. So, um, vulnerability. I feel like we can kind of connect the two. Uh, as far as, like, vulnerability, apologizing goes into that, right? So, you, mm-hmm. I apologize. Hopefully, anybody who has, uh, you know, either done legit wrong or perceived wrong has apologized. Um, apologizing's hard, right? It's very difficult. It's, it's being vulnerable and being like, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody can do it. Uh, what do you think is the best way to go about apologizing? Um, just don't. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Just yep. don't ap- you what? can never do it wrong if you never do it. Malik, that's terrible advice. That's great advice. <laughs> Clip it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start with you, Carlos, because I feel like you might have better ideas. If at first you don't succeed, what do you think? Like a sincere apology looks like. I honestly, I think it. it I think that if it is sincere. It's accountability. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. not an apology. Mm-hmm. Right. An apology is it that only serves the person who created the harm mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. To like get off their chest to try mm-hmm. to like get mm-hmm. their ticket to heaven or whatever yeah. it is they're trying to get mm-hmm. out of that. Because they sure. feel bad. Right. Yeah. I don't want to feel bad no more. Mm-hmm. I need forgiveness and, and absolution. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um. So when when a person is able to uh, truly be accountable, meaning, listen, I know what I did. Let me talk very clearly, right? When I when I have as a person, sure, right. I, so I had a def- I had to, uh, uh, oh my god, my bandmate Aaron <laughs> mm-hmm. Wallace. I um, oh, so embarrassing. I years ago, so I grew up watching basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, Same. it was the masculine way that I could talk to my father. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Lakers were our team. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> so, in the defense of laundry, I maybe defended uh, Rob East a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Rob East. Uh, I don't know anything about football. What are we talking that about? That would be a rapist <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, gotcha. in one Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And okay. was defending uh, far too hard the idea that well, but it was Colorado and white girls in Colorado always be making up shit and blah 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 blah, which is true, sure. which is true, mm. but was not true in, in that situation. situation. Yeah, right. When he raped her, so right. I um really I I, I was doing a uh, uh public facilitation, and as I was talking about it, realized what I had been doing. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, and I. St- started weeping yeah. in the thing and was like okay y'all, yeah i'm telling you we need to get better and then had to go and have that brunch where i was like okay yo you know what i did yeah that was fucked up i know you already know but i want you to know that the i know yeah that was fucked and i'm off that yeah and then 
a nigga got killed in a plane cra- a helicopter crash mm-hmm. now you're not supposed to say that yeah. but it's still true yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that was that was like that was a, a that was a situation was a where you you found yourself on on the right wrong side of something because Very. you didn't have all the information and once you had all the information to make a a, a better decision I had the black information uh, absolutely I, I'm not absolutely from the generation of I I was literally one of the 18 year olds defending OJ okay yeah mm-hmm. I was on the wrong side of a lot of shit sure behind fuck these white people yeah so you know it, it, you know when when you know what's his name original Denny took a brick to the head during the LA riots mm-hmm. right I was kind of like get him you know like, <laughs> so, I've been healing I've yeah. been healing it absolutely took a long time that's awesome there. no I think that that's really important and being able to realize that you aren't uh, you know you're not sharing from a place of uh, of compassion, you know nope. that that you that you aren't coming from a place of having all the information or or you know being your best self and being able to authentically take accountability for that. Not just apologize. I think apologize is really surface level. Like yeah. you said, it's really mm-hmm. just like I'm sorry. Are we good? Like it's I said the yeah. thing. Are we? My bad. You know, yeah, my bad. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's uh, that's really I think that's really important that you were able to to have that growth, you know, and still be like the activist that you are. You know what I mean? And I think that's important for activists to recognize that like we haven't always been perfect. You know, mm. sometimes it takes being not the person you want to be to figure out what you the the ills that you want to heal in society. Mm-hmm. I'll so. say too, it's really easy um, sometimes for. Uh, I mean, for example, like you grew up watching basketball. That's how you communicated with your parent and. I think that when we have those like emotional relationships with spaces and people or even just the people in those spaces, it's it's hard sometimes not to be like, well, yeah, but like mm-hmm. he made man in the mirror. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like I, I definitely feel where we're coming from. I still um, am having some internal dialogue with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> man, girl. And when you do watch the thing. Both of them, all of them, all the you things. Watched it. And, yes. and, and, and see, that was, I, I was I'm with you. I'm with you, right? I'm I'm with you to the. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, I was groomed by Michael, right? Like, <laughs> it, it, name a song, up until about Blood on the Dance Floor, and I got you bar for bar, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I I, after watching the Neverland thing. Which I knew. Oh, I knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of knew. We didn't want to I talk knew. about it. Yeah, I knew. Right. Yeah. I, I it like, and it's still no good. Right. This is good. This is shitty. Okay. So here's some shame. I will still listen to Michael, but <laughs> I, I don't think it's shame for it listening. Gotta be, it got to be after, after he was off of Epic. Okay. Okay. And before Thriller. So really. That was a small window. It's off the wall. It's off the wall. I can okay, listen to okay. off the wall in the Destiny record. That's about it. Word. Make the Triumph record. Yeah. Right? With his brothers. Yeah. Right? But only because every other time all I can hear is like a belt slapping on his back. Yeah. Right? A pain child kid, or somebody right? who's harming children. Or somebody like, if they drink the Jesus juice, I just want to look at the booty hole. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel you. I feel you. It's hard to let go yeah. of, right? Because. And it's like, at a certain point, you know what it's like? And this is going to get me into what I'm thinking about with forgiveness. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's like defending the toxic uncle or auntie where you're like, I know they're wild in, but hear me out. Right. This Mm -hmm. is what they're going through. This is what I know about them that's allowing me to excuse this behavior. So, Mm -hmm. like, you please enable it too. Mm -hmm. Right. Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Yeah. White lives matter. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think forgiveness, you know, once once you make an apology, you take accountability. Forgiveness is the second step, right? Accountability is on one side. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is on the other. And mm-hmm. whether or not we decide to forgive somebody for something is entirely up to us, you know? Um, but in order for that to happen, I feel like... There's probably some steps that we need to take. So, uh, forgiving people. Uh, are you quick to forgive, Amanda? 
Um, uh, the word I'm sorry or the phrase I'm sorry, like Carlos was saying, I think it is more for the person saying it to get it off their chest. But I have a big issue with it because I've been with people, my last boyfriend, not saying, but my last Thanks boyfriend. Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> would say sorry a lot and then repeat patterns. And that is like, sorry, an actual apology is change behavior. You can say you're sorry, but if you're doing it a hundred times, you're not actually sorry because yeah. you don't care that you're hurting me. You just want to feel better and do it again mm -hmm. and then feel better, do it again. And then I... Uh, yeah, the only way to really say you're sorry is to change your behavior. You have to feel bad enough to not want to harm that person in that same way ever again. Absolutely. And you learn and you grow and then you have a better relationship. But being stuck in those patterns is just bullshit. A lot of people just say sorry so you're not mad at them anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I will be fucking mad if I hear sorry with no change of behavior. Yeah, the absolutely. The only way I'll accept it is if I see, oh, I see you. You're you're not doing that. You're, yeah. you're being more mindful with your words. Exactly. You know, you're thinking about me before you do dumb shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then apologize. Yeah. And then, yeah, I thought about you before I did this dumb shit and then I apologize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Malik, what about you? Are you are you quick to forgive? Uh, does it take a little bit extra? What do you need to see? It de It depends. It depends on my relationship with the person. Um, it depends on the context. I think it's a lot. It's a lot easier for me to forgive people that have nothing to do with me, if that mm. makes sense. Sure. Um, which is why, when it comes to artistry, musicians, I grew up on, and whatever, it's easier for me to be like, "Oh no, well, actually, like I have a lot of complex feelings towards it." Versus like, uh, I'll give you an example. I have someone uh, I used to be friends with that I recently discovered and accepted is a likely a serial rapist. Jesus. Uh, yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't forgiveness and acceptance look really different for me. So like I find myself forgiving people that have nothing to do with me and more just accepting mm. people around me. It's like, you're not where I need you to be or you're harmful for me to be around. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't hold a grudge against you, but I know you're not for me. Yeah. So I'm just going to protect myself. So part of your forgiveness is setting boundaries with people that like you, you don't have space for, like you can have compassion for maybe their situation, but mm -hmm. like not enough to enable it, you know, yeah. in any capacity. I can, I can have com compassion from afar and, um, I can accept their shortcomings without enabling them or, you know, dealing with them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like Kanye was an example that got brought up. I feel like we've forgiven Kanye, Enough. Yeah. I've forgiven Kanye. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to group everybody yeah, together. Don't, don't Wait, Amanda, did you forgive Kanye? I know that's important. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just ain't forgiving that rapist friend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill that dude. It's going to take some time. No, and I mean, I, I, I definitely think that there's things that are unforgivable. You know what I mean? Like the cereal before the red rapist. Is yeah, like, exactly. Mm, exactly. Like the one time, right the, the one time rapist is definitely a bad thing, but right. cereal definitely makes it exponentially worse. Well, Even just saying those two words back to back feels like I did something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Those two words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's definitely things that, and I think this is important about forgiveness is that, like, we do have to set boundaries on things that we will not forgive. There yeah. are certain behaviors that, like, if you engage in this, especially multiple times, like, I don't have a place for you in my life. You yeah. know, if you don't realize you're making a mistake, then I can't really hold you accountable for having made that mistake. Once you are aware that you're making a mistake, then it becomes your responsibility to fix that. Yeah. yeah. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, forgiveness is a really tricky thing. Um, and, you know, like, for example, like Kanye, you know, like he, he made some comments before, you know, the MAGA hat. And I was kind of like... I mean, he's got bipolar, so, you know, I have bipolar. I've never no, worn a MAGA hat, but, right, like, right. you know. Yeah, well, people also say he's, like, trolling really hard, so he's yeah. like leaning into that, which it's, I don't. It's hard to tell where does the character start and end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then at what point are you not just also kind of being an asshole? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trolls well, aren't, like, fucking heroes. Well, it's like I mean? the equivalent <laughs> of comedians who say fucked up shit and are just like, oh, I'm just trolling, you know? And it's just like, well, I mean, you're just finding a way to get away with saying fucked up oh, shit. Yeah, right. You people know what I mean? do that all the time and then say, I'm kidding. Yeah. That's how they get away with doing and saying awful things to like the idea of freedom of speech but we also need to be aware of like freedom of reaction mm -hmm. yes. like if you're not funny if you hurt my feelings I can say fuck you and tell all my friends not to listen yeah that's my prerogative yeah, yeah. we don't have to listen to you yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. I think freedom of reaction is a really good thing to bring up mm -hmm. because a lot of people think that because they have the freedom to say anything they want they they're have the, to be they're not a, yeah you're not allowed to feel your own feelings about it mm -hmm. that house wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <makes> house wait <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of this artist I won't say who but he put out an album and it didn't do it did like 
an eighth of the numbers that the previous project did. And people were like, oh, like, he's being blackballed. Oh, and it's like, well, if your shit's just not selling, it, you, why are you going to argue about why? Just recognize yeah. that you're not doing as good yeah. and take inventory. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing different now than you were then? Yeah. Did you say something you weren't supposed to say? Did yeah. you piss off a community of people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you Did innovating? You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, cool. So we are going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pods Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Patches, come here, boy. I love Patches, and that's why I love Patch Dog. Hey, Dad, were you calling me? No, I was calling the dog Patches. Yes, Father? Oh, not you, honey. Patch Dog makes custom iron-on embroidery patches. I can give them my design, and in a couple weeks, I've got custom patches. They can be of my daughter Patches, my son Patches Jr., or even my dog Patches. Yes, dear. Uh, No, no, that's Patches, my wife. I'm just making a commercial. And because Patch Dog loves you so much, use the code SPR10 for a 10% discount. And you know they've got that free domestic shipping. For more information, check out patch.dog and fall in love with Patches like me. Did you yes, hear me? Dear. No, I'm making a commercial for Patch Dog. Patch and we are back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, Joel Palzane, here with Malik Rajan. Yo. Amanda Lynn Deal. My friends. And Carlos Kareem Wyndham. I just like the way y'all rebuilt Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> brick for brick. Brick for brick. Yeah. I painted each one of these individually. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes me feel it's for the culture. It's for the culture. Culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. I supervise. So every time he got off task, I was like, Zane. Yeah, get hey, on it. Yeah, yeah. more rainbows. <laughs> get free without them. Um, so every week we do the the joke break, <laughs> which we have just properly introduced, yes. uh, where we ask a question from the game called "Let's Get Real, Bro." And this week's question is: What's the most challenging thing you're dealing with in life right now? Oh boy, <laughs> make it funny, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can go first if no one wants to. Yeah, please. I know it's a heavy one. Um, I'm kind of going through a transition of um, I've been broken up with someone. They still live with me. I need them out of my space. And in the like, because that's difficult for this person and for me and in different ways, but also like that weird eclipse and overlap of like kind of getting my heart broken again, but also being with someone who's like, Hoping to mend those pieces. Yeah. And it's no one's like job to do any of that, you know, for me, but it's nice to have like that. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it feels like I'm breaking up with someone all over again, but I'm also falling in love with someone at the same time and realizing kind of the difference between why one was all red flags I made excuses for because Mm -hmm. I wanted that person in my life. And the other one is like green flags I don't need excuses for. And we just happened upon each other at the right time. Um, So I guess that's the most weirdly difficult thing because usually I have a lot more time to be angry. So it's also kind of nice to not be like, angry at that person i'm just like really seeing it for what it is and matter of factly taking inventory and being like okay well that's not healthy um and we tried a lot i mean it's not the first time it's not like broke up once and i found someone new it's like i definitely tried over and over and over and over and had to realize my patterns and their patterns and how together it was very toxic yeah Um, absolutely so I don't know. It's so weird. as far as like this, this new relationship, are you finding it uh, difficult to not look for red flags? You know what I mean? Where you're like, you're almost on guard as like, oh, I was the first like two weeks, uh, he would make me nervous and I just didn't, I didn't trust anything as good. I was yeah. like, when you're buying stuff, you want to suck your dick or something? And he's yeah, like, yeah. no. And I'm like, well, now I want to. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. I like that. <laughs> you doing something for me with no expectation? Okay, yeah, that's I see you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Definitely. I've been like looking, um, but they're not there. And uh, it's really weird to feel safe because I'm used to just like every relationship being like, all right, let me find out what's wrong with you. And then mm. I'll ignore it because I like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to just be like, hmm, all right. I I, I joke about being suspicious about it, but I yeah. actually like found a lot of um, peace in that. Good. Just knowing like I can feel safe. Yeah, that's um, huge. And also I know what <laughs> what I don't like very much so to where if You're I welcome. Get... <laughs> because of Zane only, no one else. <laughs> because of Zane. Taking all the credit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I do like enjoy being friends with people because I think that if you love someone, there's different kinds of love. Sure. And I'm very grateful that we can be friends and Absolutely. joke around and have a podcast together. Yeah. Um, and maybe one day my ex will grow up, but also- it's... you have a podcast with them. <laughs> uh, absolutely. 
absolutely not. I'm just mad I accidentally empowered a straight white dude to try stand-up comedy. Yeah. That's the most shameful uh, thing I've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Is... And speaking about not forgiving her either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're able to allow yourself to keep yourself open to like love. Mm -hmm. Because I know a lot of people, we get hurt. Um, we get betrayed and then we don't want to trust and we don't mm -hmm. want to love. And then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this person to me, but like, fuck that. Like, yeah, fuck everybody. And that no, could be like the best person for you in that moment. But you're like tossing them aside because it's this like, well, this person hurt me. So they're going to hurt me. And yeah. It's not impossible for that pattern to happen, but it's not because this yeah. happened that mm -hmm. this is going to happen. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that you just kind of grown past that. Yeah. Well, my last partner was very much that person. I think that's such like a toxic dude thing. Like roll my eyes. Like, oh, well, are you mad at your dad? Oh, you can't love anymore. You got your heart broken. Grow up. It's like we all have. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think that's part of being vulnerable and like yeah. just and having compassion for their vulnerability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like allowing people to be like, hey, now nah, maybe you'll break my heart, but also like maybe we'll be maybe friends. I'll break yours. See who does it first. Someone talks to We should do it. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, what about you? Um, so what's the most challenging thing you're dealing with in life right now? Most. Um, I yeah, uh, this question's on the list for sure. Uh, I think one of the things that's really been um, present is uh, the the constant hum of anxiety and discomfort yes. that is um, the uh, earth um, <laughs> <laughs> reacting to what boys did mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, all of the geopolitical forces that go along with that, including yeah. those that lead to circumstances that I think most people try to um, distance themselves from, hide from whatever at, mm -hmm. at, at, to degrees they can. Goes back to the same thing I was talking about uh, with the uh, artists in the street, right? Mm -hmm. um, folks who are uh, left behind from the social contract mm -hmm. and find themselves still surviving in these streets where most people see refuse to me that's a miracle right that's like yeah. the fact that a human body that the breath of life would want to go into your body and come back at respirate be part of this whole shit mm -hmm. still yeah coming up out your tent to look around at the ground for wh whatever that mm -hmm. methed out lady was looking for mm -hmm. i don't know <laughs> and most of the people we just saw somebody yeah. most of the people <laughs> i was like this is a very a recent oh, experience oh no yeah. this is this is yeah. driving on the way here yeah. and <laughs> most of the folks in in quote unquote safe society mm -hmm. trying to guard themselves away from that yeah mm -hmm. that is the hard part for me yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not the seeing folks and whatever right because yeah. to me the veil between between us and them is just mm. it's thinner than yeah, paper oh yeah. thin. So yeah, and that's yeah. what freaks people out. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. something that my mom had always told me, and I appreciate her so much for saying this, is that uh, all it takes is one bad day, and you could be right where they're at. Right. Yeah. There. Mm -hmm. Right there. That's and that yeah. that is something I constantly keep in my head because it's every time I feel like I don't have compassion for somebody, or I want to try not to have compassion for somebody. I consider that like had I gone through the same things that they yeah. had gone through, I could literally be right in their shoes. Yeah. And when I've been in those circumstances, right or similar circumstances, mm -hmm. the times that somebody was kind enough to see the humanity yes. and help you through a difficult time, yes. mm -hmm. help me through difficult times, yeah. that is the piece of the, the compassion mm -hmm. and the vulnerability that then says to me, okay, simply because I happen to be a fancy girl now does not mean anything in terms of my interactions with folks who are in other circumstances. Yeah. yeah. And having that ability to still be able to relate. Yeah. Knowing that most of the folks who've been brought up in the veneer, mm -hmm. right, of humanity and don't know the depth of what it really yeah, takes to live on be. this planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that distance is, is the hard part for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. definitely troubling and very disheartening when you see people that are reacting 
not to the fact that like humans are suffering, but the aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, look yeah, at yeah. all this garbage. Yeah. Ew, look they at all these camp. tents. They built a camp <laughs> yeah. so they can like not get rained on. Right. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. gross for real. Look, they built a camp. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. you build a camp? Yeah, yeah I bitch. Yeah. When's the last time you set up a tent, bro? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, well, never even been camping. <laughs> Damn. No, but I think that you know, like it's 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 really important to have compassion for those situations because we do distance ourselves. I had heard, uh, I was listening to like a podcast or something and they had made like the the remark that like, you know, the second that we look away from uh, a homeless person, that's like us trying to protect ourselves. You yeah, know? you just I had, don't, you had it from you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, exactly, you. exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you see yourself possibly in that situation. You're like, oh man, I wouldn't want to, you know yeah, what I mean? And this so, whole idea of like, I don't want to give you a dollar because you're going to do whatever, whatever, that's bullshit. You yeah. don't want to give them a dollar because you're scared that you're not going to have no more dollars mm. if you give up a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. scared of that because you're seeing somebody who needs a dollar. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different circumstance absolutely. than being worried about what they're going to do with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, and the, I, I always hated that argument where it's just, oh, they're going to go buy drugs. I'm I'm gonna go buy drugs with it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you like, do with You money, think bitch? I'm doing so much better because I'm doing cash. drugs in my house? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Cash is for drugs. <laughs> That's what cash is for. <laughs> Thank you. I've been no. trying to tell that Speaking to my Speaking the truth. <laughs> freaking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Balik, go ahead. Uh, so, what's, uh, what's the most challenging thing you're dealing with in life right now? Uh, fuck. You would have thought I would have thought of something. Um, <laughs> one thing that is challenging to me right now um i'm someone who like it takes me a long time to become comfortable in a space or with a community of people Mm -hmm. and so this is kind of like a work thing uh so i started at step up as an advocate uh, over a year ago um now it's a completely different team of of advocates than we had when we started Mm. and obviously that's the nature of the work it's a high turnover rate you're never going to make it to the end of the year with the same team that you started with which Mm. is all fine um but i just notice it gets really difficult for me to show up with the same energy with a completely different Different team especially when it's like this team worked like really really well and then it's like this team like still trying to figure it out kind of um and comparatively i don't even think the old team is all that much better than the new team it's yeah. just this you were comfortable new. yeah i was comfortable i was new when i met them so they mm-hmm. kind of helped me feel more like i belong there um and so it's it's a little bit of turbulence it's a little bit of like <laughs> low-key beef existing between me and people i'm supposed to be showing up and like getting the job done yeah. with mm-hmm. so i i struggle with that because i'm a team player I want to I want every space I'm in to feel like a family, which is cliche and it's not very realistic. (laughs) (laughs) It's not always realistic or sustainable, but um, I'm definitely just noticing that I've been like it's been affecting me where I'm coming home like kind of pissed off. Like I don't want to talk to anyone because I'm like, man, this shit happened today. It's like, fuck this guy. Go home. But like that's. That's not how I had been feeling over the last year. So this is yeah. a new feeling that's coming up for me now. There's some unresolved issues that may not get resolved. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to like make peace with that before I get any more overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that that's, that's, uh, I mean the, the most difficult part about like work problems is that like work is a place you consistently have to show up regardless of whether or not there are problems there. So it's like, it's not and, like, Oh, if this podcast, you know, we were having problems on podcasts. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we just won't go to the podcast. You know what I mean? But it's like work is you, you got to show up. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to make some of these relationships work. And then also at the same time, figure out, which ones are worth making work yeah right and in real life you could just be like fuck off leave me alone i don't want to talk to you absolutely but you have to be there with them every single Mm -hmm. day you share a caseload you have to communicate about you know what happened that day so it's it's been a struggle i'm practicing so intentionally um what is it assuming positive intentions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so hard yeah it's so hard yeah i really like that I don't do that. I don't recommend it. It's I not can't. funny. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Sometimes I just want to be pissed off that somebody's yeah. acting crazy, but yeah. now I gotta empathize. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally, I totally get that. Uh, so real quick before we wrap up, I will go over mine. Uh, that way I'm not just getting you guys to spill your guts and then dipping. No, uh, so the most challenging thing and I'm dealing with in life right now. Um, I would say it's uh 
I think this dick pic is the best thing that ever happened to me, you know, because it's like being able to be honest about that and and be like, hey, I made a mistake and having people meet me with compassion instead of shame. That meant so much to me in a world where I believed that honesty was only ever met with shame. Mm. So to to see in real life that people do have compassion, that people do have understanding, um, it's it it really has meant a lot to me. Um, you know, I'm going to offer this too, though, but you didn't make a mistake. Yeah. Mm. You didn't make a mistake. You were abused. Those mm. are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right? hard so to like think of it like that. advantage of you. Yeah. Right. Not and and right, you're supposed to like whatever. That, again, that ties into all that hyper masculinity, all yeah. that bullshit. You're not supposed to be in absolute perfect control of the world. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that yeah. way. And if these people, right, wh- and again, I don't care gender, whatever, whatever body they in, sure. is doing this sort of thing to another human being. They're taking advantage mm-hmm. of trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Then threatening, that's an act of violence. Yeah. Yeah. You, there's nothing, you know, the shame of having been a victim of a thing that's real. Yeah, definitely. And blaming yourself for it, you know. Right. And that's the part that I, 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 I hope, right. Even in this context of this discussion. Yeah. The, you're able to bring yourself away from because being taken advantage of is what happens when we live in a system that's built on wage slavery mm-hmm. and and capitalist supremacies yeah. right mm-hmm. you didn't do anything yeah. wrong thank you somebody asked you to look at your penis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you said okay they then they threatened you yeah, yeah. right yeah and threatened to expose this vulnerable part of you yeah Definitely. Right? And this vulnerable thing that you did mm-hmm. to hundreds of people or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the part that's that's fucked up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I appreciate that perspective because yeah, there's there's a lot of shame and stuff that like went into that. But I would say that the part that I'm most grateful for was being able to walk away and not send any more money because I was trying to because they wanted another three hundred dollars. He's like, well, I'm good, but we're gonna send it to, to some magazines. I was like, that's when I knew it was fake. I was like, magazines? Yeah. Who cares about magazines? Yeah. yeah. Anybody who doesn't want to talk to me because they saw my dick in a magazine, I don't want to talk to because they're reading a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, we're yeah. going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We captured the taste and sound only here on Open Country. Sundays, noon to one with your host, Anti-Vandal. Folk music with Anti-Vandal. We captured the taste and sound on this open country. Noon to one, Sundays, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Here on Shady Pines Radio. All right, and we are back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, so it's pretty dope experience radio. Uh, I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. Hi. Mandolin Deal. Hi, friends. And Carlos Kareem Wyndham. People are uh, saying things after their names. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. Um, I just want to shout out to everybody in the chat uh, who's been who's been dropping in. Um, something that somebody said, I don't think shame is ever helpful. It prevents people from actually acknowledging their wrongdoings. It's thinking, I'm bad rather than this than this i did i'm bad this mm-hmm. this i did or yeah this i did was bad i shouldn't do that yeah yeah basically it's just the idea that like the thing that i did was bad not that you are bad so mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a really a good... shitty person then you never have to get better because oh, i'm just shitty yeah exactly oh, instead like of being like there's a yeah. way yeah. an asshole no yeah fuck instead you. of thinking that there's a way that like mm-hmm. if i stop doing this thing then i can feel better about myself so yeah. cool just want to acknowledge you guys i appreciate everybody in the chat um my favorite part of the show Asking people what they're excited for. I like to see what makes people light up. And I'm curious, Carlos, tell me, what uh, what are you excited for? Uh, I am. Well, honestly, I'm excited to be spending the day with my friend Amanda Lindell. Yeah. Hey. Dead ass. We, <laughs> uh, yeah. This morning, 
this morning, this afternoon, mm-hmm. morning for comedians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're that. we're uh, hosting, co-hosting an event that we produce called the Fucks of Life. Yes, mm-hmm. great poster, uh, <laughs> great poster, yeah. great poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, great comedians, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and it's a good time. Happens over at Alberta Street Pub after this later tonight. Mm-hmm. We are going to Sanctuary. Aphrodisiac. Uh, yeah. Aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I will be at my first sex club mm-hmm. uh, for this. For this, Thank you. Mm-hmm. The uh, I'm certain it's going to go better than it did at my first strip club. So <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to see the difference. Yeah. Yes, see a lot yeah. of consensuality. Yeah. Involved yeah. In yeah. And that, that I did that show a long ass time ago. And those, those, those people were just, they were so open to just laughing and enjoying Gross. themselves. Mm-hmm. I know I hated open. it. So open. Yeah. <laughs> to enjoying themselves. I'd Golly. say they were gaping to enjoy yeah. themselves. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> you got two. They were just swollen. Rolling in gorge oh to enjoy, God. just dripping with moisture, <laughs> just down the thigh, enjoying themselves. Oh, I should have brought my paper for yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, is, can I borrow it? Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited for you, and I'm really excited for the show. Uh, shout out that show real quick, just in case there's local cats that want to come watch a really uh, cool show with really cool people. Shout it out. I don't know the yeah, sanctuary or something. Uh, Club Sanctuary, 8 p.m. It's called Aphrodisiac. I um, <laughs> booked my friends from the uh, Fucks of Life, of course, because they're all very funny people. So I have Carlos Kareem Wyndham, Angelique Harrington, McDalia Bell, and Anthony Robinson is also on that show nice. as well. Uh, and I get to host it now and produce it, which I'm very grateful for. I also love just like having another woman uh, produce and host anything is nice for me, but also yeah. in a space that is like very open and sexual. I want to book more um, not straight white dudes <laughs> yeah. just to make it <laughs> to make it more safe. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. Amanda, what are you excited for? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm also excited for that show tonight. Uh, second Saturday is becoming my favorite uh, day of the month because <laughs> I get mm. to do both. Um, and I'm just excited for uh, I get to go to San Francisco for a comedy festival. I'm really yeah, excited for that. Uh, I get to see my grandpa, who's my favorite person in the entire world, and he's the funniest person I've ever met. Sorry, everyone in this room nope. uh, <laughs> and everyone listening, you're not Ooh. funny. My grandpa's yeah. funnier <laughs> than you. <laughs> Oh. No, I love him so much. Every time I call and check in, he's just like, well, I'm not dead yet. I'm like, okay, hold on. I'll be there soon. He's like, all right, I'll wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if he dies after this trip, uh, he did promise me he would wait. Yeah, so. yeah honestly, <laughs> man of his word. Man of his you got to appreciate that. You got to appreciate that. <laughs> this is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited yeah. for life. I'm just, um, I've been dealing with uh, anxiety in different forms, but I've been like really trying to like un. Like unpack it and unpick it and like not carry it around as much. Yeah. And a lot of anxiety comes from not feeling safe or not feeling secure in who you are. And so I think just like being in spaces around people that make you feel safe is a great way to not feel anxious, but also like reminding yourself of who the fuck you are and yeah. not letting like outside things affect you, but let you more affect your environment, um, yeah. which is easier said than done. Absolutely. But to kind of check in when you're feeling that like everything's falling apart, just be like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I'm okay. I got it. Yeah. You know, exactly. Or it is talk. falling apart, and, and I got it. And yeah. Yeah. Or and it is, okay. and I'm watching yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. the chaos, and yeah. like, eh, whatever. Yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah. I think there's a, a lot of control that you gain by relinquishing control. Oh know, yeah. Or your desire to control things. Mm. You know, the the as soon as you allow things to just be, then you can focus on what you can do. You yeah. Know? Trying mm. to get people to like you that will never like you is the a hundred percent way to distract yourself from becoming the person. That you would like, yeah, mm. yeah. So. Be the person that you wish you met when you needed, you know, like a mentor, or a friend, yeah. or whatever. I Absolutely. think that's like a cool little mantra. I try and remember, yeah. just be, you know. Be be the person you wish you saw more of in the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Smile at people. Be nice. Oh, but don't smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't smile because men tell you to smile for you. <laughs> smile because you told a man to smile. Yeah. And they didn't like it and it made yeah. you smile bigger. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> smile for the right reasons. Yeah. That makes me think of this quote from a movie called Robots, uh-huh. which I literally live by this quote is see a need, fill a need. Oh, it's I love super it. simple, but it's like yeah. if you see, you know, that there's a certain type of mentorship or leadership lacking, yeah. do it. It's very yeah. Spider-Man like. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on now. Great power, great responsibility. Oh, yeah. We've yep. been here. Twip flip, nigga. Twip flip, nigga. 
It's the yeah. new tagline for the podcast. <laughs> and now Spider-Man can actually say thwit thwit, nigga. That's it. That's right. Miles Morales. Miles. Yeah. Only that Spider-Man. Say that shit break his fucking neck. Oh, I'm Spider-Man too. No. Break all eight of those legs. Why does Peter Parker sound like a 12-year-old girl now? That's what I want to know. Spider-Man <laughs> This is what Carlos thinks white people sound like. Uh, I mean, that that's right pretty there. accurate. It's pretty They're accurate. They're like, yo, I need corrected. Uh, mm-hmm. I will apologize and be accountable if I need to be. I met your new boyfriend. I was like, he was like, hello. I'm boyfriend. Is this British Mickey Mouse? Yeah, I guess. They're all Tom Holland. They're all. Yeah. I figured white people are all over here. Yeah. And they are actors yeah. and they have a British accent. Yeah. And, and they're all Tom Holland. Shows up when they're relaxed. Yeah. yeah. And they're all yeah. Tom Holland. Absolutely. I think 75, at least 60 to 70% of white people are Tom Holland. <laughs> Can't prove it, they're not. Science. Yeah. No. Science. Malik, what are you excited for? Um. <laughs> I'm excited to be <laughs> crack this code on Tom Holland. What the fuck I'm, doing? <laughs> I'm excited to have a black Spider-Man. Yeah. Take that, white America. I'm excited to have a black Shaggy, even though I still don't know how I feel about it. What? I'm curious, right? What? 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 Wait, wait, that's his nickname, though. What did they say his, his name is? His, his government is Norville. Norville. Like his actual Which is name. black as shit. Right? <laughs> I know you ain't never met a white Norville in your life. Not once. No. No. I've never met a Norville. I'll be real with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Have all you right, met right. a Norville? Orville? Yeah. Oh, I thought it's Orville or Norville. Norville. I was gonna say like Red and Bogger, like the popcorn. That's, yeah. But that's Orville. <laughs> that's a white guy. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's see. Right. It's a really big letter missing from that in N. Right. <laughs> and we know what that stands <laughs> for. Don't lean into that R too hard. Don't lean into the R too hard. Don't lean into the R. Um. Mindy Kalig is doing a new Scooby Doo. She's gonna be Velma. Cast the whole shit gay yeah. as Velma. Okay, cool. Everyone's... Which we all knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Heavily implied, never said out loud. Mm. Everyone's uh, everyone's POC except for a white dude, uh, Fred. Freddie. Freddie, um, you can't make it. I wouldn't want He's a white Fred. Like, uh, yeah, black so, Freddie. Like, yeah. yeah. Someone told me He's they had to keep bro. like one white person on the, the main token. cast. Not to <laughs> yeah, alienate, yeah, yeah, you know? We don't want to alienate our white audience. Yeah. We know I think it just like says, to be speaks a lot to how cool Freddie must be if he's hanging out with that many black people. That's true. You know that's what I mean? true. And or, gay people? Freddie sounds dope as fuck. Yeah. He's a, dude's an ally. I hope they don't make him like deplorable. Because I feel like that's the type, when I see that group, right? You're going to put on a baseball cap. Oh no, it's been you all along. <laughs> I'd have gotten away with it too if it weren't for the goddamn committee. January <laughs> sixth. Oh no. I'm I'm mad that Scooby's not in it though. That's, that's they're not gonna have a dog. Scooby, no, there's no Scooby. What like the fuck? zero, nigga. I'm not even. You're watching. glad about it. Thank I'm you. Out. No, I'm, I'm mad. Oh, I think you're good. Like, no. about it. I was oh, no. I'm out. But to be fair, yeah. to be fair, that to me does clearly separate Scooby Doo. You're like this from is weird. What I grew up with, like this is not for me. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I'm gonna say though. It also makes sense because if Black Shaggy, like, ain't no brother running around with a dog all the time. Like that. that's not, that's <laughs> smoking that much weed? Right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Not that's it. some Snoop so Dogg shit. Great Dane. Like, yeah. That ain't it. No. Yeah. That, that dog's too big. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. See, if Shaggy was running around with a golden retriever, I believe you know, it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. That's a, that's a dog for a high nigga. You know what? I bet you they wanted to make Scooby a pit bull. But they didn't have that clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we like... know, if you didn't know this, pit bulls are literally the black and brown people of dogs. Like, I kid you not. It's so real. Oh, you know this. You know that. You yes. They they're perceived know. danger, but they're really sweethearts. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. danger. The actually yeah. there. I think they're proven to be, like, the safest dogs to be around yeah. children. And, like, I wonder if they do, like, dogs and they do it with each other the same way we do it, like, dark or black. Like, the, like, like, dogs cross the street when they see a pit bull. See other pit bulls. Like, oh, shit, nigga. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Got a mastiff. nigga. Oh, oh no! Move, move! <laughs> Lock your window. <laughs> uh, what are you excited for, Zane? Excellent. Yeah. Nobody saw that wink. Nah, it was uh, not obvious at all. Winking. The yeah. Huh? <laughs> which side did I do it? Um, what am I excited for? Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Uh, just to, I've really just been like diving into like the my the, my self help journey, and uh, I got Blinkist. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it basically no. condenses uh, self help books into 15 minutes, uh, which oh, you can good. listen to as audio books. Uh, I, as somebody who doesn't have a lot of time and is constantly driving, found that to be extremely helpful. Nope. Um, so nice. being able to just pick up different things and uh, just really reassess uh, my my view of the world because I feel like I've I've created this this story in my head 
And I almost need that story to be true in order for me to continue to operate the way that I am. I have to believe that, you know, the world's out to get you. You have to believe that, you know, you're not liked. You have to believe all these things about yourself to continue operating under the, you know, assumption that you aren't anything. Mm-hmm. But to believe, like you said, positively and to assume, you know, positive intention, that's something I'm trying to work on just because I believe that believing that everyone has negative intention isn't getting me fucking anywhere. Mm, You know what I mean? It's genuinely isn't. It hasn't gotten me anywhere. Uh, But believing that people are well-intended is, has really just changed my whole perspective. There's people who I thought didn't like me that like once I approached with the lens of they could like me, I was able to enjoy them as a person. I think they were able to enjoy me because they could tell I wasn't holding myself back You're out not of fear looking of for like red flags, kind of like we mentioned exactly as well. You yeah, know, absolutely. Waiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. waiting and looking for red flags. So mm-hmm. definitely, I think uh, being able to put a lot of that stuff uh, behind me and a lot of just negative thought processes that I was just recycling, being able to put a lot of that stuff behind me has just really. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been honestly a really good week. I recorded a new song. I'm excited about Fuck that. Yeah. I'm actually going to show you guys right after this. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually really proud of Don't it. Don't worry, so guys. I'll leak it yeah yeah <laughs> and a dick pic <laughs> package deal uh yeah, follow us on patreon um emphasis on the package hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right well i've been zane thomas this has been the smoke break thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this has been malik ray sean amanda lindio bye friends and carlos kareem Wyndham. He waved. They waved on a <laughs> podcast. It's, hey, it's also video. I waved. They waved. It's fine. They're moving to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. <laughs>